stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, look, I, and I come at this next topic as someone who I, I think at least has some credentials when it comes to the, the foolish things that the prime minister says. Uh, given the hours I spent about a month and a half ago piecing together at that segment we did uh, on, on the 10 dumbest things Trudeau said in 2017. OK, so, yes, Justin Trudeau. And, and part of it is maybe just his own level of intelligence. Part of it is, I, I think, the way that, that he, he panders to people or is worried about whether he's pandering to the right people. And, and dumb things come out of his mouth. And it happens. And, and sometimes it's, it's worse than other times. So with that said, as you know, the prime minister has just wrapped up this, this town hall tour. And, and for someone who's not good on his feet, it, there, there's a lot of inherent risk in doing that. Because it, it seems as though that they, they weren't screening people and, and that they didn't know what questions were going to be asked. And, yeah, there, there were some moments of hostility along the way. There were also some, some weird moments, like this one in, in Nanaimo on Friday. You, ma'am. Yes. Hey, my handsome, precious one, how are you? And, by the way, that, that woman <laughs> proceeded uh, to get quite upset with them. Uh, about the fact that he, he approved the Trans Mountain Pipeline. Anyway, so there were some weird moments. Uh, Trudeau was in Nanaimo Fridays, mentioned Thursday he was in Edmonton. And there was a lot of attention on that, obviously, because, you know, he was coming in right on, on the heels of this BC announcement. He was coming to, to Edmonton, to Alberta. Everyone was watching closely to see what he was going to say about the pipeline and about this whole situation. So it's not as though people weren't paying attention to the Edmonton Town Hall. That's why I found this really odd last night. I saw this going around on, on Twitter last night. It was a 20-second clip of Justin Trudeau from the Thursday town hall meeting in Edmonton. And I mean, it's, it's a legitimate clip. And it is from the, the Thursday town hall meeting. I just thought, well, A, nobody noticed this before. Uh, because, yeah, the media were covering it, but a lot of outlets were carrying it live. The, the whole thing was posted on, on YouTube, right? And people were watching and live tweeting. So it just seemed odd to me nobody n- noticed this or picked up on this on, on Thursday. And there's, there's only 20 seconds here. I mean, what, what's the broader context? Or is there a broader context? So this is the clip that is now getting international media attention. Uh, Piers Morgan wrote about this, and one of the British tabloids, a number of of U.S. conservative commentators have have jumped on this. You know, with the premise that, holy cow, I thought that guy up in Canada was, was a ridiculous person. I didn't realize how truly ridiculous he is until I heard this. Maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to... Uh, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because uh, yeah. it's more inclusive. There we go, exactly. <laughs> yes, thank you. We can all learn from each other. Okay, so that, that's a legitimate clip. That is Prime Minister Trudeau. That's not someone who sounds like him. This isn't something that's been edited together, anything like that. That's the Prime Minister addressing a questioner at his Edmonton Town Hall. And certainly in that context, it sounds like he's serious, like he's actually interrupting a woman to say that the word mankind is not appropriate. Now, I, when I heard that, I thought, 
Okay, hey, it's weird that nobody noticed this until now. And, and what what's really going on here? Why would he say that? I, 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 I was a little skeptical of it because it didn't seem as though he was being serious, was he? I've never before heard him or anybody else use the word people kind, let alone to interrupt and scold somebody for not saying it. I know there are people who like to say humankind, but I've never heard people kind. So it, it seemed weird to me. But again, it's legitimate. Trudeau said that. And a lot of people are sharing it. I want to play this for you. This is actually the same clip. But this is, instead of 20 seconds, two minutes. Because the woman identifies herself as a follower of something called the World Mission Society Church of God, which is described as a Korean feminist cult. It was actually, of all places, People Magazine did an expose of this cult a couple of years ago. Now, some former members were speaking out against it saying that it's a mind-control cult, it's a profit-making cult. It sounds like a weird organization. Let's just put it that way. So, with that as, as the preface, here's the, the longer exchange between the Prime Minister and, and this young lady. We are from, actually, the World Mission Society Church of God. And the reason why, actually, our church is different and is growing is because, actually, we have the female aspect of God which is God the Mother, actually. The whole world only knows about God the Father, but in the Bible, there are two... Hang on, hang on. Respect. Do you have a question? I do. I absolutely do. Actually, my question is about volunteering, okay? So the World Mission Society Church of God is truly growing and changing society through our volunteer work. We have received the Queen's Award in the UK, We have received the... I have a question. Question. Yes, we have received many awards throughout the whole world. However, unfortunately in Canada, our volunteering as a charitable religious organization is extremely difficult. Extremely. That's why in actuality we cannot do free volunteering to help our neighbors in need as we truly desire. So that's why we came here today to ask you to also look into the policies that religious charitable organizations have in our legislation so that it can also be changed because maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to look We'd like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because it's more inclusive. There we go, exactly. (laughs) Yes, thank you. We can all learn from each other. Okay, um, charitable status, there is a fairly uh, rigorous and, process. Uh, sorry. I'm yes. very sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. I just had I thought one more the question, question was about too, charitable that I must status. Ask you. Yes. Also, we'd like to share the message about God the Mother with you sometime because it's really the okay. truth and it's really amazing. Thank you. And that's something the world doesn't know. So, yes, that's my questions. Two questions. Please change the legislation so that we can volunteer freely okay. yes. and also. Study the Bible with us. Thank you. That's still not a second question. Um. Okay, so that, that's the broader context. So the clip is still there, and the clip's still legitimate. And in fact, I didn't even take the, the entirety of this, this young lady's question. She went on for quite some time, and it was really weird. I, I think, I think, I don't know. But I I think that what Trudeau said about people kind was a a lame attempt at humor. 
because of what she was saying, the way she was saying, and the fact that she just kept going on and on and on without asking a question, that he injected that for that reason. But I don't know for sure. I don't know. And when it comes to Trudeau and this kind of stuff where he does pander, he does say things that he think will be viewed as modern and progressive and feminist, maybe that's what it was. Again, I've never heard him use that word before or anyone use that word before. And given the context of what he was dealing with that, uh, that particular moment and that he's not the most clever or witty man to begin with, If it was a joke, it it fell flat, obviously, but it seems as though I think that's what he was attempting to do. That seems more likely anyway, that he was attempting to make a, a lame joke as opposed to interjecting and correcting a woman for using a word by then replacing it with another word that I've never heard of. Am I being too charitable here? I, I'm struggling to make sense of it. And sometimes when it comes to this prime minister, it's tough to know. Anyway, 974-8255, whether you'd seen that clip, whether you noticed it last week when it happened, it seemed like nobody did. Yeah, someone texted to say, well, who are the idiots clapping and cheering that people kind comment? Are they cheering the comment? Are they cheering the fact that they were getting a little uh, frustrated with this young woman? It was, it was, the whole episode was really weird. But anyway, that's the, the broader context. And you may have seen this clip already because it's, it's really gone viral. But I don't know if 20 seconds, the 20 seconds really tells the whole story. Anyway, 974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. I will say I have, I have one daughter and there is something very special about imagining a, a woman prime minister. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just don't think we have to wait that long. I think it should be sooner than that. Okay, so there's an example of this prime minister. That was uh, last June, June of last year, where he's, he's pandering, right, where he's trying to play to a certain base, but in the process he says something really stupid. In that instance, forgetting that Canada had a female prime minister. So in, in this context, the, the idea that he would try to play to that same crowd and say that a word is sexist, use this word instead. That, that's believable. It's plausible. I think given the context, the broader context of what was happening at that moment, I think personally, the explanation of lame joke falling flat makes more sense. So where do you come down on this? Uh, this is Jim. Jim, welcome to the program. Hi, uh... I do appreciate your show, but um, I think sometimes you're stretching it a little bit here. You spoke of uh, Trudeau trying to lay out a joke, and, and, and really I, the joke's on you, because if he had said humankind, we're right back there with mankind, humankind. If he said person sign, we're right back there with son kind. <laughs> ah, but he said people kind. That's everybody. That's every age, every race. Every sexual orientation, everybody. Pretty intelligent, I think. Okay, well, I'll make this deal with you, Jim. If, if he uses that word in the future, right, if he's giving a speech and, and he says, you know, this will be great for all of people kind, I will immediately admit 
that, that I was wrong, that in fact he believes that's a word that should be used, and that's why he said what he said at that town hall meeting. Yeah, I think he's trying to teach us. You know, some of us learn slowly, some of us learn quickly. I think he's trying to teach us, and I think he's got a good one there. I, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe you're right, Jim. I don't know. Like I say, I've never heard him use it before. I've never heard anyone use that before. But if he does, again, then maybe that makes that explanation more, more plausible. That, oh, it really is a word in his mind. Uh, anyway, this is uh, Dale. Dale, go ahead. Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, my question is, this is so bizarre what is going through his head. But when he compares Italian immigrants to ISIS people coming back to be part of this society is beyond my wildest dream. Thank you very much. Okay. Dale, appreciate the phone call. Uh, let's hear this uh, one from, from Eric says, Rob, I think it was a very lame attempt at humor. Uh, now, if we as a society are trying to move to a land of gender parity, neutrality, equality, should we still be using divisive terms like feminism or feminist movement? That's my lame attempt at humor. Okay, fair enough. Uh, another one from Paul here says, you should listen to his answer to a question from a wounded veteran at the Edmonton Town Hall. Now, that will anger you. Yeah, and I remember hearing that, and that did not come across well. And there's a reason why veterans were upset about how that was handled. Absolutely. And, and maybe that was part of it. I think that got way more tension coming out of the Edmonton Town Hall meeting that no one really noticed this, this people kind stuff. So, yeah, that, that's certainly a legitimate point. Absolutely. Let's see. This one says, Rob, a victim and outrage mentality calls for people to engage each other in continuously downward spiraling attempts to outdo each other in wrong speak gotchas and putting your own deeper suffering on display. This is why Trudeau's setting policy for anything is so horrible. He won't be trying to find an equitable solution only to ensure he has scored maximum points virtue signaling to his melancholy crew. Okay. That may be. Anyway, let's uh, go back to the phones. Dale, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Rob. Now, is our beloved so-called leader now going to be changing the Bible? For heaven forbid, when God made man, what are we going to do? God made people? Or a person? I'm not sure. (laughs) So he's being a devoted Catholic. This is going to open quite a... A little bit of a can of worms, don't you think? If if that's what he's doing, I, I don't I don't know what he's doing, Dale. To be honest, but I appreciate the phone call. Again, I, I've not heard this this line of argument from him before. I it's entirely plausible to me that this was a lame attempt at humor in attempting to uh, to get this person on track. So again, remember the, the broader context here is you've got a young woman from this. Korean feminist cult who's going on and on about the godmother, the mother god. And I, I, it seemed as though he was trying to make a funny. But clearly, if look, if you have to explain your joke, if not everybody realizes it's a joke, it was a pretty lame joke. And any politician is accountable for what they say. And, and this one's no different. So a lot of people are hearing this and sharing the clip and, you know, it makes him look bad. And I suppose in an international context makes us look bad by, by extension, by, you know, is, is the fact that he's our, our leader. So yeah, that's, that's how it's playing. 
right? And so I'm getting a few texts from people saying, you know, you can just never cut the guy break, can you? You know, and on this one, I, I think I can maybe give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not entirely sure. But the fact is, this is getting attention. This is getting headlines. People are, are noticing this. People are talking about this. And not just in Canada either. So I think that makes it a legitimate issue. All right. 403-974-8255. Uh, let me play this for you. This has surfaced, and I don't know why, to be honest. It's not new that, that someone in Hollywood has attempted to defend Roman Polanski. And I don't get it. I, I guess it's like there were some people willing to defend Roy Moore. But, I mean, Roman Polanski was convicted of having sex with a 13-year-old, the director Roman Polanski. Uh, no one disputes this. It's indefensible. And yet still there are some in Hollywood who would try to to spin it. That, hey, it's not such a big deal. He's not such a bad guy. I don't know why. I really don't understand why. Maybe they love his work so much they, they just need to believe that he's a good person. So there's been a lot of focus this week on Quentin Tarantino. Given how Uma Thurman has finally spoken out about Harvey Weinstein and, and Miramax, and it also in particular, you know, this, this car crash that she was uh, severely injured in when they were making Kill Bill. And the footage she's now just finally obtained, and no one really knew about this before. Part of Uma Thurman's story, I think, puts Quentin Tarantino in kind of an awkward light. So maybe the reason why someone went back and found this is that they just want to, to further bury the reputation of Quentin Tarantino. Well, let's face it, he's always been a weirdo. I mean, I love Pulp Fiction, one of my favorite movies of all time. Kill Bill, love those movies. Reservoir Dogs, great. Even The, the Hateful Eight, I, I enjoyed. But Quentin's an odd, odd bird. So I wasn't necessarily shocked by this. I'm surprised that people will go in public and attempt to defend a grown man having sex with a 13-year-old. And so in 2003, on the Howard Stern Show, that's what Quentin Tarantino attempted to do in a really clumsy way, too. See, I don't understand this. Mm -hmm. How come Hollywood embraces this madman, this director who raped a 13-year-old? He didn't rape a 13-year-old. It was statutory rape. Yeah, all, right. all right. Well, that's not quite the same thing. Come on. said... It's it's not statutory rape. You know, he had sex with a with a minor. All right, that's not rape to me. When you use the word rape, all right, right. you're talking about violent throwing them down. It's like one of the most violent crimes in the world. You can't throw, you know, throwing the word rape around is like throwing the word racist around. All okay. right, you know, okay. it just doesn't apply to everything that people use it for. All right, you know, he was he was guilty of having sex with a minor. All right, that she didn't want to have. No, that was not the case at all. She wanted to have it. Well, and dated 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 the guy dated the guy and, and, the and guy. she was 13 and found out well you know, by the way we're talking about america's morals we're not talking about the morals in europe and everything oh. all right uh wait a second more than europe sex in china with a 13 year old girl and you're a grown man uh -huh. you know that that's wrong because oh, no, she's giving her booze and, and pills. I'm, not talking, I'm not look she was down with it oh yeah oh. and she's talked crazy. about it she's talked about it oh, now now she's an adult so crazy I, I, I'm, I'm right. She's talked about it since. About No, he, he didn't really do anything to me. Though It was a technicality of her being 13. But would you ever seduce a 13-year-old with, with pills and booze? No, no, no. You wouldn't? No, you can. You're, you're killing him with the pills and booze Why? Thing, but right? it's true. But no, it, no more than if she was 18 or 19 or 20. Wow. Wow. 
Uh, I've heard some attempted defenses of Roman Polanski, and that one's uh, particularly bad. Right? And again, I mean, it's, it's, it's making it really difficult to, to remain a Quentin Tarantino fan. You know, the, how creepy he comes across and some of the stuff that's come out about the making a kill bill. And now this. Don't. Don't make me uncomfortable liking your movies, Quentin. That's, yeah. So, again, that that's, goes all the way back to 2003. And, again, it's one of those things that nobody noticed at the time. And for whatever reason, it's now front and center once again. This should be pretty simple. There, there's no defending Roman Polanski. There isn't. It's about as cut and dry as you can get. All right, 974-8255. Uh, phone lines are open. We've got a few other things to get to here in our time remaining, including some really interesting new research out of the University of Calgary on the science, the neuroscience of stress. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.